Thank you, everyone, for tuning in to the next installment of 3D Tech Talks, the podcast series where we are devoted to keeping you, our listeners, up to date on all manner of 3D printing, or if you are a technical purist, additive manufacturing. Um, today, we're talking to Jen Campbell, who the technical content coordinator for UVM for a lot of their manufacturing trade shows. Uh, Jen and I... Um, well, Jen, I guess I guess you and I have been going steady now for what a year and a half. About that. <laughs> kind, of, <laughs> kind of accidentally, I I called Jen. Um, well, I was calling UBM about a year and a half ago, trying to get a a speaker slot filled for somebody I work with, and the slots were filled. And she asked me if I could be a chairperson for their 3D printing track sessions, and that was a year and a half ago. And uh, I think it's worked out pretty well. What, what do you think, Jen? Uh, I would say so, yes. Um, you know, Jack, you have been utterly fantastic. <laughs> so, <laughs> um, you know, just in helping me secure speakers and your knowledge and um, just everything. So um, thank you for having me today. I'm very happy to be here. Um, My pleasure. And as I've said to you repeatedly, and I'll always say it, I love doing it. I, I love the events. I love meeting the speakers. I love the Q&A portions. And for those of you who are listening, what we're talking about is um, at the MDM West and MDM East shows, uh, Anaheim, California, and the New York Javits Center, Jen has had me moderate the 3D printing track sessions where we introduce people who really are at the, the core edge uh, of, of the technology and of the industry. And over the next few weeks, uh, leading up to the event in Anaheim from February 5th to the 7th for the MD, uh, no, excuse me, the Pacific, Pacific Design and Manufacturing Show. I almost got it wrong again. I apologize. <laughs> um, we'll be, uh, we'll be introducing some terrific speakers and I've been interviewing them. They will be featured on the podcast series in the next, in the next few weeks talking about their presentations. But Jen, um, just to give you the floor here, you know, something, I mean, here it is, a year and a half, you and I have been working together, and it wasn't until I sat down earlier to prepare for this talk, I went through the UBM website more thoroughly, I didn't know the company is essentially a century old. I, I didn't realize it had been around that long. Yes, yes. Um, changed hands many times, but, um, yeah, yeah, we've... But, um, it's evolved it's over evolved, time. Exactly. <laughs> okay. When when did you and now, so here's UBM. You're putting on uh, conference events devoted to manufacturing and design and cutting edge. When and how did the conversation come up about adding 3D printing? Since although the patents go back to the 1980s, the awareness of the technology is really I would I would say really only the last four or five, maybe six years that it started to gain momentum. How did that all come together uh, as part of the conference events? Um, so I have been in this role for about two years now, and I will say that the first 3D printing innovation summit was held um, during Pacific Design and Manufacturing in Anaheim in 2018, and it was just very successful, so as you know. <laughs> um, so we followed up by adding 3D printing sessions to our um, Free educational program at Atlantic Design and Manufacturing, which was in New York this past June. Um, mm -hmm. 
you know, we decided to put that 3D printing content throughout our expos on center stage in our tech theaters so, you know, we could also offer some free content. Um, as you know, the industry is just exploding, and it really yeah. just made sense to add it to our lineup. And, you know, obviously we're not the only event to feature 3D printing. There are just so many out there, and we thought, well, you know, in order to stay competitive, we can't just rely on our medical um, content and our smart manufacturing content. We really needed to kind of up the ante and um, give the people what, what they what they want and what they need. Or, you know, some, some people know they need it and they just don't know how to get there. And we're still sort of in that stage, I think. I think that's a really good point. Um, I talk to people, even, you know, people very, very knowledgeable in the manufacturing space, but they're kind of in that middle tier of company size. They're not Boeing. They're not Lockheed or, or Airbus. They simply don't have the, the manpower or the resources to really devote to learning about how to, how to use the technology and where, where to apply it. Um, so there are still a lot of questions out there from the design side to the printing side to the post-printing side and, and so on. Um, so you, you might not believe this, but simply because you've been doing this, I know you said only a couple of years, it actually gives you some perspective in the industry. Um, and I know you don't get to all the talks because you are pretty busy running, running the event, um, but you are aware of the content. Is there anything that sticks out with you, either from the attendee side or the speaker side, about how it's evolved uh, in the time that you've been overseeing this? Um, it, it, it's really interesting because I'll give you a little background. Um, when I sit down to begin planning one of these conferences, I do a lot of research. Um, I speak with members of our advisory board. I speak to um, influencers in the industry. I speak to past attendees of our conferences. I'm constantly, um, you know, interviewing those people, reading articles, um, newsletters, attending meetups. Um, going to competitive events um, to kind of see what they're talking about. And I found that from planning our 2018 Anaheim Conference to planning our 2019 Anaheim Conference that not a lot had changed. Mm -hmm. um, and I was, I was really surprised by that because when I'm doing um, smart manufacturing, sort of, you know, at the same time, that is constantly evolving and at a much faster pace. Um, so I think that with, with 3D printing, I was really surprised that not a lot had changed other than the level of interest. The level of interest. Um, I, and yeah, that, that's a perfect point. Do you think the level of interest has gone up as kind of a tie into what I was just saying about companies just, just not, you know, here, here it comes, it's going to be big, we expect it to change everything, but we're still figuring out how. You know, exactly. where, 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 where do we begin with this? Exactly, exactly. We, we know we need to do it, but, you know, there's the, um, some, you know, they, the um, cost of the machinery and what materials do we use and do we rent these machines, do we buy these machines? Yeah. It's just that first step to getting started, I think, it's a real sticking point. 
Yeah. <laughs> it's it's one thing to spend three or four thousand dollars on a on an FDM printer and just to kind of play around with it. It's another to spend well into six figures or even low seven figures and say, Okay, we don't know what to do with this thing. So mm-hmm. one of one of the most honest assessments I ever heard, and I really admired the fellow for saying this, he's from Renishaw who makes, you know, a terrific metal three D printer and he said very candidly from evaluating the technologies, evaluating the materials, actually purchasing a printer, integrating it into your prototyping or production and support, he said, you're really looking at a two-year process. And Mm -hmm. I think for an awful lot of companies, that's a little daunting. It's like, okay, two years, all right, and we're going to spend half a million dollars on this to start. It's it brings up a lot of questions, and I think I think the companies that get it right realize that there's a lot of hand holding to be done um, to help customers work through this. So, is there any particular kind of feedback you've gotten from the attendees over the years that's helped that's helped? No, it's only been a couple of years, but that's helped shape the content or what you feel is most relevant. I know you mentioned the advisory board, and you talked to them and some other people. You and I have spoken. But what what kinds of feedback do you get from the people actually there? Um, you know, I, I think as, as you know, um, it, the um, 3D Printing Innovation Summit is generally very well received. Um, so, like I said, prior to the conference, you know, I'm conducting several hours of research. I'm doing that research as people are coming out of the session rooms as much as I can. You know, just pulling people aside, how did it go? Or if they're leaving early, hey, why are you leaving? Um, I feel like we've been very fortunate um, that we're really kind of hitting the nail on the head in terms of, of what we are, um, you know, the information that we are providing. Um, part of that also comes through a call for speakers. So, you know, prior to each event, um, in the few months prior, we can put out a call for speakers, and that's really one way that I, I know. So if um, for instance, metal 3D printing is still a topic that is, is just really being talked about. And I said, wow, you know, I put up this call for speakers and I got so much about metal. Okay, you know, that should really be one of the major focuses. But then a few other people came in with proposals about these different materials that I didn't even know about. Right. <laughs> I think while it's really a lot of it is not changing, it is changing, it's just moving kind of slowly, but it's just so interesting because of all these different materials that are kind of weaving their way in. So we have a couple of um, sessions on material, um, metals, excuse me, and then we'll have a panel discussion, um, metals versus plastics in additive mm-hmm. manufacturing. And I then talked to those fellows last week, yeah. Great. That's great. And then, um, you know, we'll have a session on using, um, uh, I believe it's silicon rubber. Yep, that's correct. Mm -hmm. That's correct. Uh, That's R.D. Abbott, I believe. I believe so. um, And what's what's so interesting about that is, on the one hand, it's a photovoltaic process, but it's also an FDM process. Mm -hmm. So it's kind of a hybrid. And uh, when we saw it last, um, I guess, we, did we see it in Anaheim or did we see it in Javits Center? We saw it in Anaheim. That's right. Um, 
last year, and I uh, I thought, okay, this is this is another evolution in in where the technology is going to keep going. Um, something you said about how the industry is changing so quickly. Um, uh, mater the, the material, I'll give you a little bit of an insight, at least this is my insight. I think people look at the physical printers, uh, the actual pieces of hardware, whether they're big or small, and they focus on that as being the, the driving force in the industry. It's a little bit of the tail wagging the dog because what really drives the industry is the material science. To be able to get, whether it's a thermoplastic or a metal or a ceramic, uh, into a form that can be 3D printed in some technology, you know, whether it's whether it's laser sintering or whether it's FDM or whether it's, you know, photovoltaic, um, and the material science side is is really fascinating. Uh, the patents on that just keep mounting up almost exponentially, and I think you'll see in the in the coming years, as more people find ways to manipulate matter into a 3D printable form, then you will see the applications continue to grow exponentially. It's a, it, it's a pretty fascinating time. So, so here's here's uh, here, here here's the big here's the big pitch. Here it is. Get out your get out your Louisville Slugger. Okay, I'm going to lay this over the plate for you, nice and <laughs> nice and straight, belt high. Um, after the couple, well, it's really three days. Three days of 3D printing talks. What would you most like an attendee to walk out with? What would be the home run for you if someone said, wow, I picked up blank, fill in the blank? Wow. Um, I, <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I guess I would hope that the attendee found all of the content useful. I think that uh, many of most of our attendees are sent to our conferences by their companies, you know, to learn and to bring back the knowledge they need to implement these processes in within their business. Um, so, you know, hopefully we are um, able to provide that information to get them started. Mm -hmm. I would, you know, I would be highly disappointed if they went back and they said, oh, yeah, you know, I, I learned this and I've heard this before and, yeah, you know, it really wasn't anything new. Um, you know, obviously we're not looking to do that. So if we could really um, help these companies get off the ground, I think that would be um, that would be the, the, the biggest. I, I think the goal. phrase you're looking for might be immediate applicability. And um, mm -hmm. to be able to use to be able to use the knowledge and apply it to your your business, whether you whether whatever you're in aerospace, automotive, consumer products, medical device manufacturing, whatever your whatever your sector. Mm -hmm. um, and to the people listening to this, I would say, if you, if you don't find it immediately applicable, you're not really paying attention, <laughs> because mm -hmm. we have people there, uh, Mike Bogle, Mike. Mike Bogomolny, for example, talking about generative design, how to design for 3D printing. We have people talking about the different materials. We have people talking about the impact on supply chain. We have people talking about the post-print processing uh, implications. And we even have people talking about, you know, what not, what not to expect from 3D printing. So it's a, it's a pretty comprehensive um, conference you've put together, Jen. So 
I think there's a lot of meat there. I really do. Um, so, uh, again, just to, I promise Jen this wouldn't go too long, and I'll, I'll stick to my promise. But uh, we're going to be in Anaheim, California, at the Convention Center, the Pacific Design and Manufacturing Conference. We were there last February. It was terrific. Great buzz, great energy. And it will be from February 5th to February 7th. And there's a, there's a lot to learn. Jen, do you want to do you want to wrap it up? Do you want to add anything about the event, or uh, just kind of give it a top? <laughs> sure. Yeah. Um, so it is Pacific Design and Manufacturing. We're also co-located with ATX, which is our Automation Technology Conference. And at the beginning of, of the um, podcast, Jack mentioned MD and MWest. So that is our medical conference, which is our largest, but they are all co-located. And we also um, have a giant expo where, you know, we have all of that content. We have free content. We have so much going on on that show floor. So if you can get there, it's really, um, it, it's just, it's highly entertaining. <laughs> <laughs> I can I can certainly put um, an exclamation point behind Giant Expo. There is a lot to see. So um, on that note, Jen, I know uh, I know as these shows get closer, you have an awful lot to do and coordinate. So thanks for taking these uh, these few minutes to talk with us. I'm looking forward to seeing you in February in Anaheim, and. Uh, as I continue to interview the speakers, I will post them, I will tag you, and we're going to let people know that there's some really good stuff that they should be attending. That's great. Thank you. All right. Thanks, Jen. We'll talk to you soon. Thank you. Bye. Bye.